Hello and welcome to Bomb Squad, an In Dreams production where we diffuse the news. My name is Andrew Mogelson and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host Chris Sloan. Good day. How, how are you? Yeah, I'm alright. Not bad. Very good, very good. Now I've been meaning to say to you, Chris, since you've walked in, uh, I really like that red cravat you've got on. It, it really does a lot to your kind of physical appearance. The red cravat? Yeah, yeah. Nothing else about the jacobean dress that i'm wearing <laughs> no just not the cravat. just the cravat <laughs> i don't mind the rest of it, it okay it's it's the cravat that caught my eye but yeah it's it's, it's pretty pretty nice or the white makeup and the big black <laughs> beauty spot that i've got it's just only the cravat <laughs> only the cravat and it's 2019 you can do what you want okay no, it's all it's all fine thank you i wasn't sure if i would go with the cravat because i had a rough that i was going to put on instead and <laughs> I'm glad you did go for the cravat though. Cool. It's very cool. nice. Yeah. Well, yeah. How, how's your week been going? Um, it's been good. I've put, mm-hmm. uh, as I mentioned last time, I've uh, bought Persona 5. Oh, no. I wasn't um, talking about gaming. I was just wanting to know you how your week. Generally. Yeah, just how, how have you been doing? Oh, you know, <laughs> one day to the next. <laughs> yeah. Struggling through. Absolutely. Okay. Well, you uh, know, at, yeah, do tell me about your gaming week though. <laughs> you, you did say about Persona last time and. You got that awesome deal, wasn't it? Sixteen quid, was it? Yeah, I, yeah, it was about twenty, I think. But I, I got oh, the yeah, yeah, ultimate got the, edition yeah, or whatever it's yeah, called. Of course. Um, yeah, it's been really good. I've played about five hours of it mm-hmm. um, out of a hundred. I was about to say that must be like kind of halfway through the game. No, so. no not quite. No. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's like a hundred hours. So I've barely scratched. I, literally, where I've where I've stopped and saved. Um, mm. It's just let go of my hand, and, right? Um, which sounds bad because you're kind of over five hours through a game, and it's just then still giving you tutorials. Yeah, but um, there's so much that you need to know about it, and there's so much that um, you have to learn before it can let you go and mm-hmm. just play. So yeah, uh, and it, and it, it's interesting. It's not like a sort of boring. I think some some of the bits could be a bit quicker, but yeah, um, and especially if you've played other Persona games before, you're gonna know a lot of what it's saying. Yeah, yeah you don't need as much, but. Um, no, it's been a good, it's been an interesting first sort of five hours or so. It's nice to play a, um, a JRPG again, mm. a bit of turn-based combat. <clears throat> I saw, obviously I came on to you recently and I saw some yeah. of it. Um, the visual art in that game is ridiculous. Like it's so over the top, but in a very cool way. Yeah, it's just reds, yellows and blacks. Just, yeah. And it's everything's kind of like splashed onto the screen, kind of like, almost like a graffiti kind yeah, of thing. And yeah, really when, cool. So the pause menu, and also when you're making your decisions, what you want to do in the combat as well, it's it comes up on the screen around your character like that. Mm. It's quite overwhelming to begin with, but once you get used to where everything is and what you need to do, it's, uh, yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just in terms of, I'll tell you a bit more about what the game is then. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, no, definitely. That'd be useful, actually, because I, I, yeah, I don't really have much history with Persona games, and so I, I don't even really know how they're, combat system works and everything or, or what you are doing yeah i mean basically i've only really played four yeah. on the on the vita when it was releasing there four golden i think it was called um but it's kind of similar to that and how the combat works so you've got it's all turn-based you mm-hmm. can i think there's like four of you you can have in your party at one time and yeah um there will be a number of different enemies that you've got to fight and there'll be weird kind of demon looking things though mm-hmm. all sorts of different uh, designs um and there's loads of different options, but the main thing, like the name of the game says, is, is you have these personas. Yeah. And in in the games, they're generally meant to be um, sort of parts of you, your like character that like come out, mm-hmm. and they will like fight, kind of like it's ba- kind of like Pokemon, okay. like and you use yeah. these things to fight. And um, so you have the choice of what you do in combat. You can either use the, a persona ability, and they can be 
different elemental damage it can heal your party it can uh put status effects and things all mm -hmm. sorts of different things like that um or you can just do normal attack or um in this one there's another way another thing you can do with um uh kind of guns where you can hold up enemies and then they can either become an extra persona for you or you can get money or items from them okay um which is cool so not just straight up either kill them or you die basically you can actually interact a bit more with yeah or you can hold them up and then just like execute them oh fine which is okay. quite, excellent uh, i've not actually done that yet but uh yeah i've not had much chance to moral yet, compass hasn't flown off yet yeah uh, and speaking of the moral compass this is this game like it's only five or s hours or so into it yeah. but it, really some of the stuff it brings up i've just i made a note of some of the themes mm -hmm. just from the first five hours things like sexual abuse suicide mental health terrorism the terrorist attacks going on in tokyo nice. which is where the game's set literally in the first five hours some light light subjects yeah and i remembered that from four as well that there was kind of there was a lot of really sort of deep topics being brought up in it but this um and it's done quite uh it's done well but quite heavy-handedly okay. um because of i don't know it's just that's kind of how the you know japanese role-playing games generally do things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but it's 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 really good i'm really enjoying it and i'm looking forward to just sort of playing it kind of on the back burner like yeah. everyone i've got a few hours here or there um just jumping in and playing a bit more now that it's sort of let go of my hand and i can kind of save when i want yeah, and do all this, yeah. it's going to be easy to just play an hour half an hour here or there no definitely um, but basically it's about um you're this um so the main character in persona games is always a sort of silent it's you basically yeah, yeah. um they're not voice acted or anything and you will your main character this time was um living kind of in a suburb of a city and he hears this uh younger woman being basically like sexually assaulted by this drunk guy okay and he goes over to her like uh and try and like step in and stop it and you end up punching or like attacking the man who's assaulting her and then he basically like uh calls the police and then like sues you for beating him yeah <laughs> and obviously like the, the police like take his side and everything so basically you get sent um to live with this guy who runs a coffee shop in Tokyo okay. and uh, you're there and you go to this school and it's basically said from the beginning that you're seen as like a criminal right and right. Um, all the other kids at the school think that and yeah which is yeah. kind of weird yeah I don't understand like how that what, <laughs> how that situation landed you like that but um yeah basically then you know you sort of go to school you make friends and then basically the way that this the dungeons and all the combat what happens in it is that mm -hmm. there's kind of a like a parallel world mm -hmm. which is kind of run by uh like the bad guys and th what their perception is so for example the first main enemy in the game is a teacher from the school you go to who okay. is basically like abusing uh, physically abusing the volleyball team and like uh, trying stuff. to sexually abuse <laughs> some of the students so it's pretty ridiculous but he basically sees himself as like the king of the school yeah and so when you enter the sort of parallel um world it's seen as a big castle okay. instead of a school and you go around fighting it and yeah it's it's cool it's really good mm, it's just mm. um i really i didn't realize it's over two years old i thought it was yeah. much more recent now. it was april 2017 it came out um but really enjoyed what i've played so far and yeah, I'm, i imagine on the back then. because it's such a big game it's one of those ones that's managed to stay in conversation because people play it so much yeah and when they start it they probably take months and months to, to to play through the whole thing so yeah it kind of remains in conversation for for that extended period it'd be time. interesting to see if you what how it would feel if you just spent like i don't know seven or eight days and just played it non-stop non-stop yeah from beginning to end rather than yeah. playing it over a few months i suppose also you were saying that it's kind of the uh, i'm right in thinking there's 
you're at school and you're kind of going through literally the dates yeah so, so you're, the, you're going in not real time but yeah time progresses the sony games kind of. happen like you start on one day and then things will happen like the other thing is so we've got to beat this school teacher basically yeah. in, in this parallel world and you have like a deadline to do that mm-hmm. so basically the idea is that he knows that we're onto him somehow yeah and he's going to try and get us expelled and if we don't beat him in the next two weeks then will it get expelled and that's game over that's yeah the, game over for the game yeah, yeah um so you have a deadline and everything so it keeps you but you, you generally uh, you can generally uh, spend your time how you want to and mm-hmm. another big thing in the persona games is your personas get stronger the better relationships you have with the, your friends and the other party members uh, okay. so doing things in the day like spending time with this person going yeah. shopping with them going fishing with this character boosts your connection and so your personas get stronger so what it would normally be like a bit of a oh, i can't be bothered to waste time going shopping with a friend or something yeah. like that actually there's a benefit to doing that plus yeah building out the characters in the world and so it's kind of it just gives you a bit more diversity and instead of say like in a final fantasy game where you'd have to go and grind on a load of enemies to get xp yeah. and you can do that in persona you can go mm-hmm. into the dungeon and just grind on everything but you can do that and go and do the other stuff as well yeah, so it's just a bit more diverse in what you can do mm-hmm. No, that's good. Yeah, because yeah, I was going to say with the with the way the time progresses, I suppose that naturally leads into maybe playing the game in a slightly more uh, kind of slow manner in terms of, right, I'll, you have days going past in the game, so therefore I'll play it over several different days type of thing instead, yeah. of, instead of everything literally happening one after the other. Yeah, um, and it's weird. It's like some days can go past and it will literally be all you do is you go to school, you chat to people. Yeah, and... you chat to people, you go to a coffee shop and then that's it. That's yeah. your day yeah excellent excellent real life sim yeah that's what it is yeah (laughs) oh there's a talking cat oh and there's a talking cat yeah yeah that's yeah the main set usp there yeah real selling point um excellent yeah no no, it sounds really good i think it'll be good to you to check in with that further down the line see how your thoughts yeah i'll probably just crack on i probably won't talk about it for a while when i get sort of fair bit into the game before yeah yeah really have any bigger thoughts on it but just enjoyed the opening a bit really that's kind of all i've played but yeah, yeah, well, continuing on from what you were talking about yes, uh, last uh, kind of episode with um, playing a VR game, you played Moss, wasn't it? Moss. Yeah, yeah, I, over the last couple of weeks, have been playing, um, I think you pronounce it, Deracine, which is um, from Software, who are the guys that do um, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, those kind of games. They, so they're not very good, are they? No, no, no pretty, pretty average developers. Um, they, yeah, I think it was last year, maybe the year before, I think it was last year, they randomly at one of the playstation kind of e3 conferences or kind of one of the playstation events announced a vr game called deracine um which i think when people go into the game well at least i did especially when i went i naturally thought like right this is going to be some sort of pretty horrific um type of experience like most of their games are but actually it's this really really like quaint and nice little story about a load of kids at a boarding school and like interact and you being like a fairy kind of watching them go around and helping this little girl out kind of like spoil the soup that one of her friends is making and stuff <laughs> and like it's just really quaint and odd it sounds and like a bullying game yeah, well, it's somewhat but in a slightly nicer fashion and okay. um, yeah it's, it's definitely there's there's no mean-spirited nature to it um but it's interesting in that the the world the kind of the building the school that you're in is really nicely realized it feels like this kind of really old english kind of boarding school type building um but everything happens in like a scene so whilst you're in a 3d building you the move controls are like the um teleport system uh, okay so kind of where you like look the batman yes thing. the batman vr one um 
so you look at where you want to go and then you can teleport to that place and you only have like it will highlight where you can move so you can't literally mm-hmm. move everywhere yeah. um but so every time you go to a new room generally speaking there won't be like characters moving around everything's still in place and then when you move something else might move at the same time um but so far really fun little very atmospheric feeling a nice little narrative i, I was really taken back by it actually because I was expecting some horrendous monster to be in a or but so far well, have you finished it i haven't finished it uh, okay. I haven't finished. there's so, still a bit to go um and the characters in it are a little bit creepy in that kind of um they're maybe a bit too nice acting the whole time so okay. i don't know whether there is some ulterior motive at points but um you'll probably get killed by a boss later and then you'll lose all your souls and absolutely absolutely some horrendous monster will come out of the floor and rip me start to the whole game again yeah it would delete all my saves and yeah and everyone will love that everyone horrible will. thing but um because i didn't finish that i did finish another game however and this time it's not on playstation can is you it, believe it is it a witcher game it's not a witcher i'm oh, not okay, even going to cool. talk about the witcher although i will say that i did play a little bit more blood and wine it's still an amazing game. <laughs> um but no i actually played a um a mobile game uh-oh. So I thought I was being a bit too a gaming elitist kind oh, of over no. the last couple of weeks. So I played a mobile game. Um, it's a game called Photographs. Have you heard of it? Photographs. Yeah. No. Okay. Is it just the camera app? Yeah, it's just, just the camera app. You just walk around town taking photos of kind of anything you like, mm-hmm. um, and then you upload it to a social media thing, and people like it. And so the more likes you get, the the better you feel inside, kind of. And excellent. Yeah, yeah. No, it's called Photographs. It's um. It's by a company called 88 Games, who I, th- I think there's a couple of people that work there now, but it was originally like this guy called Luca Redwood who kind of created the studio and created a couple of games. Um, the two that he made before on iOS, I'm pretty sure they're on Android as well. Um, first one was called 10 Million, and then the second one is You Must Build a Boat. And these games are basically mobile RPGs, but in the form of like a match three kind of game. Um, what does that mean? So, like, you know, like, where you've got, um, what's it, like, like, Candy Crush kind of type thing, where you've got a grid of colourful things, uh, okay. and you have to get three in a row, and then they disappear. But it's an RPG, like, um, so you must build a boat, you, you literally have a boat, and you have to go into little dungeons and fight things, and the fighting happens as, like, a match three, and depending on what match three you do, you maybe get an item or something, and then uh, you can okay. build a bigger boat from unlocking stuff you can have a shop in your boat and they kind of expand from there mm. um they're all i haven't actually played either of them but people rave about them like yeah, really they are both it. on android but i just check perfect perfect is photographs on there i didn't check oh check check that, check that while i while i say it. yeah so photographs i i heard a couple of websites talking about it and i was like oh this sounds interesting because the those other two whilst they people talk highly of them and um obviously they've got these kind of rpg mechanics the whole match three element to me was always a little bit of off-putting to me because I've never been really into those kind of games. Um, and then Photographs came out and it is, it's an odd one to explain, but essentially you are five little narratives, basically. It's broken up into five sections for five different characters. Um, each one about half an hour, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Okay. So you can do it in like a train journey type of thing on the way into work and or whatever. Um, and... You are set up with a scene, so there'll be maybe a little bit of talking um, with the character, and you'll kind of see maybe a bit of his their life happening in this kind of pixel art, and then it will stop, and you, you kind of touch the screen, and your finger kind of zooms in like a, kind of like you're looking through a camera, and you have to zoom in on the little pixel art screen, and at the bottom of your camera, it will have a written word like, um, 
clouds or something like that and you have to go and focus on top of the cloud that's in the picture so it will give you a hint as to what you need to look at Mm -hmm. once you hold it over there it will then snap a picture and at that point is where the kind of game aspect starts and each person's story where you're in these kind of photographs will have a different element to how you play the game so i did one which was this woman it was uh, she was a like a teenager in in like for the GBU swimming team. So she was in a diving team. Okay. Um, and she's kind of practicing and trying to get really good. And you go into the, the picture and then all of a sudden the game becomes, it becomes this little square and you have kind of like angry birds almost. So you've right. got like a little slingshot type thing and you're trying to get it into a little bowl of water. So you're angling it at the right way so that when you shoot, it ends up in the water. So the first one, nice and easy. Then you've got to bounce it off a wall into the water. Then you've got three different slingshots. Then you've got bouncing places. You've got to like make it go around the edge of the screen and all sorts. So they get more and more complex as it goes on. Yeah. So that was one of them as an example. There was another one which was um, you had to get, you, you were basically, it was like a bit of farmland in a square and your characters on the bottom, you had like four characters, for example, they each had a bit of farmed land but it was like a puzzle so you had to match them up in the right order and they only fit in one direction and then suddenly they would farm the land and it'd be done okay so each time it's a completely different game um but it all goes into the narrative of what that storyline is so the diving one was about diving the farming Mm. one was about native americans who the kind of white men came over to take their land and it's all about kind of the struggle between there um but the reason why I kind of wanted to mention it was the stories themselves are like pretty mental, like really dark, oh, really? really, really like impactful. Um, there's like straight up suicide happens in it. There's like talking of um, performance enhancing drugs and how that will affect you and your family and stuff. And they're, yeah, they're talking about kind of settlers taking over people's land and a newspaper that only spreads hate instead of love and <laughs> and what that then does to the country as a as a result and and the family business and um yeah i was really taken aback actually by it, kind of just on the train kind of going through these hectic stories um but yeah i, I finished it really really good hugely recommend it cool. um did you see was it anna it is on android yeah Excellent. it's 4.7 out of 5 oh, stars there we go pretty decent pretty decent yeah, yeah. only um, thing was though i was looking at um i just saw the kind of splash images for yeah i, um, can, I can see where this is going no no I, no it's oh, probably okay. not it's a serious okay. thing oh, as well. okay um do you forget to put the graphics in oh, oh my god like it just looks i did know where i was going <laughs> you did know yeah he he yeah he forgot about the graphics you forgot of. about the graphics yeah yeah, yeah. terrible terrible okay Right. Um, but no, I would I would hugely recommend it if you've yeah, got a bit of time. I think the last mobile game I played was um, probably Florence. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, Florence. Love that game. Uh, yeah, that. which was really good. Yeah. Really enjoyed that actually. The way everything, and it sounds like it's similar on what you were just saying. The way that actually how you played it links with what the actual story was saying. Exactly, so. exactly. It's really clever how it does that. Um, and what what I really liked about it is yeah. So overall, you may be looking at kind of three four hours max kind of yeah. um, none of the puzzles ever get too too hard you can if you just stop for a second think about it you'll be fine yeah um but each story is about yeah about 20 30 minutes so it's quite easy to just do one leave it maybe another day come back do another one and they're all independent on their own so it's it's nicely broken up like that nice um yeah which is yeah so really recommend it um yeah definitely check it out um but uh, oh, oh, what's, what's that oh, i 
I think, oh, it's time to defuse the news. Right, Chris. So, Did you so do it in time? You stopped I think, it? I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. worried one day you're not going to stop it and we're going to die. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't worry, don't worry. I always stop the fuse. Don't worry. Okay, it's okay. Thank you. I'll never let it blow up. Um, right, so this week, this well, the last two weeks, actually, there's a lot more news than there was yeah, there wasn't last very much time we like, recorded. No. We ended up just ranting about Sonic last time. Yeah, which... Which we, can okay. do it. we can do it again. We can do it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let, let's, yeah. No, let's leave. I've got nothing more to say about him. Um, Sit these ruin my sleep. <laughs> right. So I've got a couple of pieces here. They're not in any specific like date order or anything like that. Um, the first one I had, which I think we'll we'll just bring up the fact that it's news, but we will potentially go more in detail with this maybe in a future episode, maybe even next. Maybe episode. next time or the time after. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, PlayStation had one of their um, Is it state of play, state of play, which are they're kind of twenty minute long little YouTube streams they do. Where it's kind they, of like a Nintendo Direct, isn't yes, it? Yes, exactly, like a little mini mini update on some new game announcements, some updates on old games, and kind of trailers for things. Um, so I think there was there was a bit about Monster Hunter World with its kind of snowy expansion that's going to happen. There was a um, there was a Predator game that's been oh, made. Yeah, yeah, it was like a second it the party. Friday the 13th, guys. Yes, yeah, 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 which is which is being published by Sony. So cool. I imagine it'll also be on PC because they've done that quite a lot with those kind of multiplayer type things. Do you think it's gonna? Is it gonna play the same? Like one cat, one person's gonna be the Predator, and I, else is gonna be. I think you're gonna have one Predator and then yeah. a team of like army people. That's gonna um, be cool. Well, it's gonna be interesting though because the Friday the 13th one was funny because it was balanced because Jason Voorhees is like really slow and yeah. But the predators like, like <laughs> so overpowered yeah. as a as an individual. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Not, uh, I don't know. I might give that a go. Yeah, be I'd fun. be I'd be interested in it. Um, if you can get a, if you can get a group of, I guess like how many is probably five or six yeah, yeah, yeah. to play online, then yeah. that might actually be quite fun. No, for sure. Um, but the big thing at the end of this state of play mm. was they're like, right, here and here's an update on a long-awaited game that you've all been waiting for. And I was like, oh, what's this going to be? This is at like half eleven at night. Um, Did you watch it live? Yeah, yeah, I was watching live because I thought it was going to be an update on Death Stranding because Hideo Kojima's been posting a lot of images of him editing a trailer and stuff. So I was like, oh, oh right. here we go. E3? And then, E3? No, what's the, Sony aren't there, are they? Sony aren't at yeah. E3. But I, I think they'll do something. Maybe just before. Yeah, yeah. Um, something's coming soon with that game yeah. um, in terms of trailer-wise. But yeah, so then all of a sudden, they were like, long way to game. And I was like, Death Stranding. And then it like started and it wasn't. I knew straight away and I was like, Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's got to be. Yeah. And it was. We had Final Fantasy VII Remake reintroduced to the public um, again after what the initial announcement was back in 2015, I think, at E3. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2015, we had, you had like a CG trailer with maybe a bit of gameplay. Um, yeah, there was definitely a bit of gameplay. Yeah. A bit of the combat. And then I it think... was just a tiny little bit from the opening sort of Midgar yes. section of the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which... It's kind of all we got here, kind yes. of as well, like so again, the surroundings. Yeah, I think there might be a reason for that, but I don't want to go into too much. I don't want to talk too much about it because there's a lot of we can Abs- absolutely. Just, That's I think the, the the fact that it's come back. Then Square Enix said, "Kind of, please tune into our. Uh, please, you oh, will yeah, see so. more in June, which is basically it's going to be at their E3, E3 um, conference. So we will. I imagine we'll get like a." A big gameplay segment yeah. release date. I imagine over the next two episodes, we're probably going to talk quite a lot about this game. Yeah. So, just really briefly, did, I don't know how much more you want to say about it, but how much? That was basically what, it. What just? What was your impressions of the trailer? Do you like it? It looks good, or? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Okay. I, I I really enjoyed it. Having as the person who has no Final Fantasy VII knowledge, 
at all. I enjoyed it. Cool. I thought it was quite exciting. Um, I did see a little comparison with the old version of the trailer, and I thought the menu in the new one, I wasn't that keen because it looks like it's gone a bit more um, kind of action orientated instead yeah. of being a, a menu based yeah. thing. Even though I knew it wasn't going to be turn based, it's less like each button map is mapped to a command instead of a right. Do you want to attack and then you go down a list? Mm. Um, but yeah, that. So yeah, my my general thing was oh that was quite exciting and I wasn't expecting it. So yeah, yeah. I thought it was a cool looking trailer. I just okay. I just wished it was turn based. Yeah, of course, of course. But then I was I was seeing I've read a lot of stuff around it as well when it happened and. There's a lot of people saying, well, if they were just going to make it turn-based and exactly the same, then kind of what's the point? Yeah. So, then he's, yeah. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. The only, I think the only other yeah. thing worth saying at this point is just that they did confirm, although not in the trailer, they did reconfirm it is yeah. still episodic. Because yeah, like, there were some rumours that it was not going to be that and they'd gone, they'd gone against that idea. But no, it is still episodic. Yeah. Which, which I do think means, I think there's a chance that in June... We have E3, they full release it, kind of or talk about it again properly with a proper gameplay trailer, etc. And I think we get a release date for episode one of it. Yeah. And do you think it's next year? Do you think it's before the end of the year? I'm going to be bold and I'm going to say it's before the end of the year. Whew. Okay. Okay. What are you, what are you uh, saying? I don't know. I kind of think that as well. Because yeah. I think also what all of um, everything we saw in the trailer is from fairly early. Yeah. So... That could all just be from episode one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just worry though. You know, I suppose oh, we're talking about it now though. But um, mm-hmm. whenever we've had episodic games before, you know, Telltale, the like the Life is Strange games. Yeah, it's always been a case of you buy the season pass or whatever, and yeah. that gets you every game. And then it's it's always ended up being you know, let's say it's five episodes and it's a twenty five, let's say thirty pound. Yeah, season pass. This is not going to cost that. No, this absolutely. is gonna this is gonna be expensive yeah can you imagine if the season pass is like a hundred quid or i like, can actually see that i can actually see it being that how many episodes let's yeah, we don't okay, know how we, let, we don't know how many let's, episodes let's leave that for next let's leave it for next we'll, time, we'll, 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 we'll probably theorize man that. i think that game's gonna that's gonna this is gonna be one of those first times we've been thinking we've been expecting it for ages for games to sort of increase in price a bit yeah but i think this is gonna be the, the turning point for that because 60, i think 60 this, pounds for episode one no i don't think it's gonna be quite that but i think it's gonna be okay maybe half that yeah, yeah okay interesting interesting okay well let we'll, we'll move on then from that because we'll yeah we'll just we'll, yeah, just, yeah. we'll discuss that more in the next episode um so i just had another a quick little article here this is one that kind of flew under i, I feel like it's flown under a lot of people's radar because I, I just don't think anyone knows about it i don't think it's really that important or big however when i looked into it i thought it was kind of cool um there is a game called project boundary which I'd never heard of before, but apparently it was originally announced in like 2014, I think. So it's been going on for ages. But it's this 14-person Chinese indie team making a multiplayer shooter, um, okay. which straight away you're like, okay, whatever. Why is, this, why is this interesting? Well, the interesting thing about Project Boundary is that it's entirely zero gravity. So you are in, imagine like a spacesuit, mm-hmm. and you are flying around like the ISS on the outside of it, trying to shoot oh cool so it's two teams of five um multiplayer only game um but yeah the whole idea is that you're in space basically and you're flying around a spaceship 
Um, I think you can go inside the spaceship as well. I think they've shown that. But most of it's all like, you know, um, you know, in a spaceship where they have like the solar panels or something, which yeah, are gold yeah. and stuff. Like I saw one part where someone was like kind of hiding and then he could see the shadow of someone coming on the other side of it. So he shot through it at the guy and then he just saw him fly, float want... out dead. Oh, that's cool. I wonder if um, they actually use like no sound. Or if you can hear, I'll have to have a look. Yeah, I I I, re- I watched the tra- a trailer for it, and I I can't remember if I took note of that. Because I- that always annoyed me, and you know, there's I can't remember which one it is now. The one that had um, John Snow in it, the Call of Duty, that you know, the one that was set in the future. Yes, there was, there was little bits where was it Advanced Warfare or mm. no? That's not that doesn't sound right. I don't know. It might. I'm not very good on Call of mm. Duty. Yeah. Or Infinite Warfare. They, In... all, they all sound the same, don't they? Let's just they call, all it, are the same. call of Duty. Yeah. Let's be honest, call, call of Duty, you have done. Call out Call of Duty. Um, <laughs> there's a bit in that where you're sort of out mm. like that on the edge of outside of a spaceship shooting and it's just loud and everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, I don't know how much this makes sense. Yeah. But then um, it reminded me of remembering like Dead Space, uh, like two, yes. Where there's, or just I think like, it was one. Is it one as I well? I think it's one you're going along, and then all of not, a sudden, yeah. There's not like huge sections where you're yeah. in zero gravity, but there's little bits, and always because it's just it's like silent. Yeah, you can't hear anything, and then just you're sort of like just turn around, and one of those things will just be like flying, flying, flying up with claws trying to get awesome, you because you've yeah. got no um, like audio cue. Because usually in those horror games, there's like some kind of sound you can to hear suggest, them making a noise. Whereas or... this, there's nothing. That'd yeah. be quite cool if there was a like you could get away with firing off a few shots maybe without anyone even realizing yeah. it being hit yeah that's, that's a cool cool. yeah so yeah well I'll, I'll show you the trailer later on it's 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 pretty cool i think what was quite funny i saw was at least just from looking at my phone previously was that the original trailer obviously it was much more it was like a cg one done on pc this game by the way is coming to ps4 and pc um it was a bit of a CG trailer, so in it your, looked... In your face, Microsoft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it looked, like, fantastic. I was oh, like, cool. this game looks amazing graphically. And then it kind of goes through the years of development, and it kind of starts looking a little bit worse. Yeah, it still looks ha- nice, but I think, though, I think it's more realistic. Um, like watchdogs and exactly. everything. Exactly. It still looks good, though. Um, so, the next little story article I've got, again, not a huge amount to talk to about, more just an interesting thing, is... Um, there was randomly, well, maybe not randomly, but three days ago, so we're recording on the 19th, this on the 16th of May, um, Microsoft and Sony made a cloud gaming and AI partnership, which wow. was like, has hell frozen over? What, yeah. what on earth? Well, is they, what, what, what was that show? Was it the Game Awards where they... Uh, Jeff Keighley um, got all three of the heads Is that out. Reggie? Reggie for Nintendo. Phil... Spencer, Phil Spencer, and Sean Layden. Yeah, they're come all, out out all together. Nice and like little like handshake. And yeah, in my head they're holding hands, but I don't think they were holding hands. No, let's imagine that they are. Let's that's imagine a, that's a nice hands. image. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon that? Because obviously it was a really cool moment. They were all there, like mm. you know, usually they're just at war. They hate each other. Yeah. I imagine yeah, they, they send, were swearing each other. I imagine punching. they um, sign each other up for like spam emails. Yeah, and stuff, yeah. Um, but. I like to think, because obviously this was a nice moment, but I like to think that maybe like Reggie was squeezing their hands quite hard. If they yeah. were holding hands. But he's not there anymore. I know. He's maybe done. maybe this led to him leaving. It's Bowser, isn't it? Bowser's yeah. going Indeed, yeah, you're right. Uh, so yeah, what, what does this mean then? I don't know. So really... I, I've got a little quote here. Um, the two companies will explore, explore joint development of future cloud solutions in Microsoft Azure to support their respective game and content streaming services, Microsoft said in a statement. Now, Sony's existing game and content streaming services will also be powered by Microsoft Azure in the future. So, um, does that, 
so basically playstation now is the current playstation current. now is the current one they bought uh the company gaikai i think it was called yeah that um, was years ago yeah yeah and look sony have always i don't think it's anything wrong to say but they have always struggled on the software side of things like the playstation store is a bit of a mess still it's always um, it's always like their that. software off like the actual ui and everything sometimes you just load up the playstation just for a couple of seconds nothing happens or you can't move around <laughs> yeah so it's just lots of things like that the fact you, you can you've just been able to change your psn name after what like a deck over a decade of psn being a th- or almost a decade a of it bit more than that isn't it well yeah probably 2000 seven eight okay. probably just after the ps3 i think yeah, psn so. came out so you've just been able to change your name for the first time which is ridiculous yeah um so they've obviously not been great at the, the the software side of it whereas microsoft as a software company have generally speaking had a much better job of it um and microsoft's azure is their cloud system um which i think is only second to amazon's for how much of like the internet is control is like reliant on it. So right. AWS, which is Amazon's web service, that like runs like something like sixty percent of the internet is run on that. Um, but then Microsoft is like in second with like thirty, and then I think Google are, are next. Um, so hopefully this will boost up their kind of streaming related stuff that's probably going to be coming next, or, or kind of a bigger push for streaming for next generation. Yeah. I imagine. Um, do you think though? Do you think this? I don't know, probably I, not, but do you think it's anything to do with Google? I think massively. I think this is a big reaction from both of them being like, right, whilst we are competitors, we're not also like 12-year-old kids, kind yeah. of. We can work together and still make our own... It's kind product. of like they've seen these. Uh, they've seen the new kids come in and they're like, well, we like the uh, We're the, the old guard. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to sort this out. Um so yeah, Microsoft big Sony up being there was a leader in both entertainment and technology because there's also um, alongside the cloud gaming stuff, there's going to be collaborate collaborations on semiconductors and artificial intelligence. So Sony, I think, have had quite a bit of um, history of semiconductors and like chips and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they will obviously lend their expertise on that side of things and probably just general gaming nature because they've been in the game longer than Microsoft. Um, but uh, yeah, I, th- I just thought it was an interesting thing to, yeah, to to hear and see happen. Um, but I, d- I, yeah, I personally think it's a, a bit of a reaction to Stadia, to Stadia. Um, and I imagine I think Amazon also have a bit of a gaming push going on. I think they're going to be. Well, you you remember what game they made? What game did they make? The Grand Tour. Oh game, yes, you're right. On the first still, episode, we still your game of the year. Still, Bomb Squad's official game of the year. Yeah, well. yeah. So, don't forget about that. I refuse to. Um, another little bit, of, a small little story. Not not much to talk about. Um, Minecraft. Oh yeah, that blocky game we all love. Yeah. Um, has just had its tenth anniversary. Can you believe it's been ten years since since Minecraft? Yeah. Kind of came out. Believe, yeah, I believe that. Um, it's now sold over 176 million copies, which unofficially slash officially, potentially, kind of, no one's really sure, makes it the biggest selling game of all time. Mm. Behind or just in front of Tetris. But Tetris is... people aren't How really do you su- count Tetris? Well, exactly. That was the thing. Um, no one's really sure how to count Tetris, but people are now saying that Microsoft I is... I think I'm happy for Minecraft to be... Yeah, yeah. Number one. Which Something which really blew my mind was... Um, active install base so we think of like active users basically we think of 
um, what, one of the biggest games that has happened in the last couple of years was Pokemon Go, where oh, like, yeah, yeah. literally even pet like kids' parents were getting involved with that. Yeah. So, at its, I think it, at, I think at least according to this article, at its heyday, Pokemon Go was like around about the twenty million player mark. Mm. Um, so twenty million people all playing at the same time, basically, um, or kind of at roughly the same time. Minecraft has ninety-one million active players currently. Like, I feel like I don't hear pe- people talk about Minecraft that much, but I, it must just be like so synonymous now that just just people just forget to talk about it because they it's just part of life almost. Yeah, um, and it's just it's kind of like um, replaced Lego, hasn't it, for kids? As I, well. I was going to bring up that I think it, it's done an incredible job of just becoming commonplace now. In that mm. it is digital Lego. It it's not even that's not even like a um a novel thing to say about it that's just is the way like there is minecraft minecraft for schools so microsoft give out a free version of minecraft to schools for people to learn how to build things and create yeah. things um so it's part it's becoming part of curriculum almost as well which is crazy um but yeah, good good on it. Um, I think the, it's. And they're not just released. Uh, and they're we, just releasing. So a, as a side note, I was going to say they. they game yeah, they've they've announced micro, Minecraft Earth, which is just in yeah. beta currently for iOS and Android, um, and the idea is basically Pokemon Go on steroids. Um, with it, I think yeah. you you through your phone, your kind of augmented reality, you can create stuff in the world. But as far as I can understand, I think the things stay there. So you can yeah. go around and like build something in a shopping center. And then when you go back there, that building will still be there when you look at it. Again. But people can go and like knock it down. And they can go knock it down. They can build things on the side of it. So you're almost going to be living in an augmented reality, real life world of Minecraft also being played on top of it, um, which yeah. is exciting. I think it's quite a cool idea. Um, it makes me think like when, if they can get a kind of glasses, the glasses. or like a a glass thing so you can just see it just well, imagine turning around and then seeing a creeper like, yeah what? yeah well my, my, i think microsoft's hololens which is their ai ar glasses they oh, yeah. the team of that have been helping out make the game cool. um so cool. yeah very very I'm sure it's gonna be massive cool. actually yeah i think uh, it's gonna be a really big thing. and they're free to play as well so oh, of course yeah. um so it brings me to my last bit of news here which i think for you at least is the biggest bit of news. Yeah, I can't believe you're doing this to me again. I know, dragging you through this once again. But there was a rumour, a Rocksteady employee may have accidentally tipped us off as to what they are working on. Um, so he, we have um, Eddie Stubbington um, tweeted, so... Dot, dot, dot. I guess now is a good time to say next week I'm joining the awesome team at Rocksteady Games in the QA team. And then he tweeted with that a picture of the Justice League. So the picture he tweeted as well. I saw a lot, of, a few people getting confused about this. And oh, saying, okay, yeah. Pl- saying it was like yeah. a new thing, like, oh, what is this? Yeah. But it's actually, you know how at the beginning of Marvel films it has the, like another little comic book thing and Captain America's thing shot. It's kind of that shot that he did is the ending bit of that for the for the, the, for the dc, DC films right which obviously people don't recognize because no one goes to watch the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. damn films please yeah. do it no, um don't, don't. please <laughs> um oh, i very nearly went on a big it. tangent then, yeah do it do it do it it's fine um, it. no okay i'll very quickly i watched aquaman the other week oh yeah enjoyed it decent film cool six and a half out of ten um yeah, that's fine then 
I was looking. I've been. I've been very closely following the list of highest-grossing films of all time. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm. I can't wait for Endgame to overtake Avatar. Yeah, which is happening soon. Happening. It's gonna next two or three weeks. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Because it's obviously started to slow down now. Yeah. 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 Um. But I was then. I sort of was looking at the franchises that had made the most. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. And obviously, so then you go through, and I think the DC extended universe is fairly mm. high up obviously like aquaman made 1.14 1. yeah 1. it definitely went over the one beat captain marvel uh, and i looked through and so obviously obviously all these films have big have got quite bad reviews and stuff maybe apart sure. from middling i'd say most of them are middling they're not they're yeah not okay. that many are actually like but bad. there's a very bad perception there's and, a bad perception yeah you're right but so wonder woman aquaman and shazam mm-hmm I've actually sort of changed that around a bit and those films are doing yeah. quite they did quite well but I looked Aquaman made a lot of money one of them made a lot of money yeah Shazam like has made a lot no oh really Shazam <sighs> last check made like under 400,000 see that and it's one of the best received yeah of yeah of those movies I'm that I kind of am not that surprised yeah, by it, that because yeah. I don't think people don't really care about Shazam that's the other problem yeah people think... liked Aquaman because it was Jason Momoa and yeah and and he like I don't know it just feels like more people are aware of it whereas yeah. I feel like not other than just seeing the ads on posters and stuff yeah I mean I'm being a massive hypocrite because I'm complaining I haven't seen Shazam no but yeah um, that's right but um, this all leads into this whole tangent about talking about films yeah. and stuff talk is is because because it's of, the it's the it's the final shot, you know. It's all yeah. the DC heroes there, and so this guy tweets this image out mm-hmm. with that message says, "So, I'm at Rocksteady now, or something like that." Yeah. With this image of the of the Justice League. Yeah. Working in the QA teams, the quality assurance yeah. team, within a Justice League picture. So, is he working on the QA of a Justice League game? Chris, tell me. Um, maybe I don't know. I think it's a guarantee. You think so? Uh, yeah, no, you must. I think maybe. I don't know, man. It might be, but it could. How do how do you right? Let's let's go into a hypothetical situation here. Um, it is a Justice League game. We talked about we talked about what Rocksteady were gonna do and we how they were gonna it could be like. I think last week I said it could be like Teen, Teen Titans. Titans or yeah. Um, um, and we're gonna have we're gonna have that E three thing where WB uh, Games will come out make an Arkham oh, game yeah, yeah. and then Rocksteady will come out. The lights will stay down. Rocksteady will come out, announce the game. Now it is a Justice League game. Talk to me about, uh, uh, you, would you want to see, if they're going to do it, if they're committing to that idea, are you wanting to see, like, every single character playable? You have to. Yeah. You have to do that. If you're going to do a Justice League game, you have to have everyone playable. Um, From the outset? Or is this a living game no. where characters oh, get added in? No, oh, don't do that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I he deleted it, didn't he? That was the thing. He deleted yeah. it as well. If yeah. he'd left it up, you'd be kind of like, oh, yeah. there's something weird going on. But the fact that he's deleted it either because of all the replies that you got saying, yeah. oh, you've just confirmed it, whatever, or because someone at Roxley went, yeah, dude, like, yeah, dude. Yeah. You shouldn't have done that. What are you doing? <laughs> this is like such we're, a we're a, secret. Um, we're a month away from this secret. Um, we can reveal it. Or does it just mean... Because technically, it's, it's not a DC a, picture. Technically, it's not a Justice League picture. Technically, it's just a picture of DC characters. Okay. So, yeah, is it, does it just mean it's in the DC universe? Is it a? I mean, I think it wouldn't be a surprise of Rocksteady making a new DC game related no. game. That's not a surprise. Obviously, that's absolutely confirmed, hundred percent by that picture. I think so. There's absolutely no so. reason for him to put that picture if Rocksteady I isn't think, working on a I DC. I think that 
means it's probably not going to be like your Ninja Turtles game or yeah yes good because that was a rumour wasn't it yeah um, I think that's shot down now yeah Suicide Squad could be could be could be I think it's going to be Justice League because it's been a long standing rumour hasn't it yeah yeah. For, for them to do that but I think yeah I don't know I my worry is that it's doing the same thing that the movies are doing wrong in that Just they've made an in. amazing Batman universe and yeah they've spent ages on it and three amazing games and all that mm. but um, why not now just go Superman yeah the why individual stories and then build to the big one Green Lantern Flash Aquaman Wonder Cyborg Wonder Woman yeah I think Wonder, Wonder Woman yeah. for me is what got a I, sword if I could pick what their next game was it was. It's one Man. of the most like relatable to game mechanics. And I would, you know, you've got nineteen eighty four. The Modern Woman nineteen eighty four comes out next year. Yeah. Um, man, that, that because I think it would just be such a well. It would be the easy. It'd probably be the easiest one out of the rest of Justice yeah. League to get right to translate to a gameplay. Maybe Cyborg would probably be easier. Sure. Well, sure. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, maybe it's a Justice League game. Maybe they're jumping straight in. Mm-hmm. But I'd probably, I'd, I think it'd be cooler to see individual games come out and hint at it yeah hint at um, a bigger thing coming down but maybe you get out there with your justice league game and then square enix are literally about to announce or hopefully are going to give us more detail on the, the avengers. avengers game and that'll be cool yeah then we'll see who a big show off. but who do you trust more square enix or rocksteady, rocksteady. i know who i trust absolutely rocksteady <laughs> yeah although isn't it it's crystal dynamics who are doing it who are the tomb raider yeah, guys I think, so, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be really good it will be i'm good. really excited about yeah. it. i'm looking forward to talking about that hopefully if they actually say yes. anything about it yeah because even though even though the tomb raider games i think slowly declined a little bit in kind of how well they were received they were still received very well but i think part of that and having only really played the first redo of the yes, first the, of their new yeah game. let's just call it tomb raider one yeah and having only played tomb raider one from what i gather it's more that they didn't like super build loads on it okay rather okay. than it being it wasn't they weren't as good it they was were more ev- a case of like evolution was, not revolution kind yeah, of type of thing. yeah which i'm not i don't think it's a massive issue no ever. no not at all not at all um awesome yeah well, so hopefully then i think what we're going to be we we are two three weeks away from e3 i think at the time of recording Damn. so i think we're going to have a lot of news yeah i think i think we're rocks i think this means we're getting rocksteady's announcement I think we're going to get the Avengers. No, I don't. Yeah, it might do. It might be. It might not. I, th- you know? I, th- I think we're getting it. I feel more. I feel more confident that we're getting Avengers. Sure. No, I don't even know that because the thing is, Square Enix have got Final Fantasy VII, and they As know they've got that. So yeah. They know they're going to have a big something big to show. Yeah. It just um, seems so weird to if they didn't announce it now and just say, for example, they had they waited till next year to announce the Avengers. It's like. Avengers is so hot right now type of that's thing. That's true, it's so, yeah. so on topic that's true. that surely you want to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. With it, but okay. who knows? Who knows? Right, well, that's all I had for the for, for the main kind of news, news. news that kind Good of, news yeah, picked up over the last couple of weeks. But um, so let's 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 do a little bit of a halftime. We'll have okay. a little a little break Chill from out. the news. Calm, and, like, stretch um, out. I'm yeah, absolutely, off. exactly. We'll do, do a little bit of yoga. Um, so Downward as... Dog. As is as is normally the tradition um, with halftime, we'll we'll, ha- we'll have a little quiz, Ooh, little okay. game and stuff. So you quizzed me last week, mm-hmm. uh, last episode, on bosses, uh, bosses, we bosses boss or, or dross. Yeah, yeah, and I did pretty poorly. You did all right. You got the mm. one. You got it was it was probably quite hard. 
Yeah, there was a couple of there was a couple of poor. Mis- no, I don't think it was that hard to be honest. <laughs> um, so what I thought I'd do is I'd repay that oh, to no. you with um, what I'm calling Year of the Indie. Oh no. Okay. Now the way this is going to play out is, I went back over the last uh, five years VGAs, the Video Game Awards, because it started in 2014. Okay. Um, so there's been five of them. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you what won Game of the Year each year. Okay. Okay. What I'm then going to do is give you the five nominations. I think there's always five. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. I think there's always five nominations yep. for the Indie Game of the Year. Okay. And you're going to tell me which one won. All right. Okay. Which one won. So, okay. Yeah. Is that all okay? Yeah. Okay. So Can let's... I also tell you which one I think should have won? Yes, you can tell me. Okay, there's there's two points available. First of all, okay, we're gonna do, we're gonna do, we're gonna game of the indie year, game of the year, thing. indie game, of indie the year. game of the year, game of the year, game. Mm-hmm. So you first of all, you're also gonna try and tell me the game of the year. I won't tell you actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you to guess that. I'm oh, you're gonna just gonna g- say the year. Yeah, then yeah I give you a bonus point. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna right. give you the year. Okay. This is the last five years. Yeah. The last five years. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna start with 2014. So we're gonna go from. Oh uh, yeah yeah. From old to new. Um, so, first VGAs, 2014, what was Game of the Year? Um, 2014. Mm-hmm. First Game of the Year, uh, Dragon Age Inquisition. That is correct. Yeah. So, yes, Dragon Age if Inquisition. If I got that wrong, I'd have walked out. Yeah. <laughs> now, the main question, Indie Game of the Year, Independent Game of the Year. Oh, okay. Your um your nominations are always in alphabetical order. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna start with Broken Age Act One. I've played part of that. Mm, part of that. Yep. Monument Valley. Okay. You've played that? Yep, played yep. that. Shovel Knight. Ooh. Transistor. Okay. And The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Right. Anyone I don't have any experience with there is this transistor. Okay. Do you know Transistor? Uh, it's the one with the woman with the giant sword and it's kind of uh, two and a half D walking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. cool art style. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I think... Broken Age, Monument Valley, Shovel Knight, Transistor, Ethan oh, Carter. this is hard because mm. I'm between Shovel Knight and Monument Valley. Okay. I think it... What's it, Monument Valley? I'm going to go with... I think it was Monument Valley. Okay, is that your final answer? Yes. Okay. Yep, lock it in. Locked it in. Right. Is that right or wrong? It's wrong. Uh, was it Shovel Knight? It was Shovel Knight. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I think it should have been Shovel Knight. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay, so I was wrong. So, right. got the bonus point though. Got the bonus point. Oh, for saying the real one. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm not going to be very good at the main game of the year. No. Yeah, th- obviously this is this is tricky because I'm not giving you any help. Yeah. But... Um, I only remember that because I remember it being the first... The first one. The first one, yeah. Yeah. So, 2015. Okay. Game of the year, 2015. I will give... I, the only hint I'll give you is that I'm pretty sure it won basically every game of the year that year. So, this, this is a game which, when it came out, dominated awards and, and the like. Okay. 2015. Um, 2015. Mega. Mega game. Mm. Um... Oh, I don't know. I'm going to guess on everything. 
I don't know. If you can't, can't guess, don't worry. I feel like I should make a guess, but I just can't make a, a clever guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Good shout, because it's that year. Is it that year, yeah. It is that year. However, it was up against. I'm actually. I really want to get the uh, the actual awards up as well for this. Yeah. Um, let me let me let me get these together actually, because this is this is quite exciting. Um, I'm pretty sure it was also up against Bloodborne. Oh, big year. The same, the, the, the same year. Actually, just very quickly, I'll just tell you what uh, 2014's nominations were. Yeah. So we, we, we like yeah, to see yeah, what everything is up to. So Dragon Age was up against Bayonetta 2, Dark Souls 2, Hearthstone, and Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. So yeah. maybe justly I mean, deserved, maybe not. I don't know, man. I, I, um, some good games in there. Yeah. So this year we had Bloodborne. Yeah, 2015. Fallout 4. Okay. MGS5, Super Mario Maker, and the winner, The Witcher oh, 3, yeah, Wild Hunt. Yeah. yeah. Um, good games that year. Really good, good games. games. That's a solid year. Um, now, best independent game. Okay. We have Axiom Verge, Her Story, Ori in the Blind Forest, Rocket League, and Undertale. Oh, man. Again, what a year. Her Story. No, Rocket League. Oh, man. Yeah, can you believe it? Fair enough. Huge game. Huge, huge game. Her story should have won that. Yeah, I I agree. Wait, what else is there? Because there's something else getting there as well. Ori and Undertale. Undertale, Undertale is one of your favourite games. sick, yeah. So we're going we're gonna to jump straight forward okay. to 2016. Is 20, was 2016 or 2017 the big one? 2017 was the big one. Okay, go on, yeah. 2016. 2016. I'll give you the game of the year. Can we I guess go, straight away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, do I get another guess? I want you to tell me what the options are. I oh, know I don't get it, do I? No. Just, sorry. I think Uncharted 4 came out the year. It did. Was it Uncharted 4? No. Okay. The nominations were Doom, Ooh. Inside, Overwatch, Titanfall 2, and Uncharted 4. Well, I'm going to go straight on the record and say that Uncharted 4 should have won that. Uh, no, was it? Was it Overwatch or Inside? Overwatch did yeah. win it, yeah. I think it won most of the, the, the awards that year. Kind of, I think, just through sheer number of people playing at the time type of thing. Um, yeah, it, <laughs> it, not a good year, but... Good game. Yeah, good, good very I liked Overwatch. Um, best independent game. So the, the real crux of the, the question here is... So your nominations are... Firewatch, Hyperlight Drifter, Inside... Stardew Valley, The Witness. Oh. So that was Firewatch, Hyperlight Drifter, Inside, Stardew Valley, and The Witness. Man. I've played quite a few of these as well. Mm. This um, quiz is hard, so I've made this is a really hard quiz. I don't think it was The Witness. I've got a feeling I just remember it not winning. Stardew Valley. What was sorry? So Stardew Valley inside Firewatch and Hyperlight Drifter. I don't think it was Firewatch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Stardew Valley inside Hyperlight Drifter. I just got this feeling it's it might be Hyperlight Drifter, and it's the only one of there that I didn't play. But I'm not going to go there. I'm going to say inside. Correct. Yes. It did it had a game of the year nomination as well? So yeah, that, that yeah, was kind that's of a what hint. tipped it for me. And yeah. Inside's crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Stardew Valley, though, 
Yeah, what a game. Crazy good what game. What a game. What a game. I love that game. One man. Played it on Switch. One guy did the whole thing. Yeah. Um, really cool game. Very cool. 2017. What a year in gaming, eh? What a year. Yeah. Um, no, I wonder, I'm worried I'm going to get this wrong. Right. Game of the year. Mm. Breath of the Wild? Correct. Yeah. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. The other nominations were... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Odyssey? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, did Horizon get nominated? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Two more. Oh, it's a cra- it was a nuts year, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, there wasn't any more Nintendo because it was Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, Horizon... 2017 two years ago oh persona persona, persona 5, 5 yeah yeah i can't think of the one PUBG. oh man PUBG. I, I even overrated PUBG so bad mm-hmm. um yeah yeah breath, breath of the world yep yeah. um I, I played that's the year i played like four i know i didn't play PUBG. i didn't really play PUBG, and i'm now playing persona but i played all the other games mental also as well other nominate other winners other games that came out that year what remains of Edith Finch? Yeah. Cuphead. Damn. And obviously the most important things being the best score slash music and best audio design. Oh, of course. The winners obviously being Near Automata and Hellblade. Yeah. I mean, 2017. Two, two right. more games that could have been Game of the Year type. 2017 games. and 2018. Mm. My goodness. Mm. However, the important thing yep. was. Indie game. The best indie game. Your nominations are Cuphead. Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, Night in the Woods, Pyre, and What Remains of Edith Finch. Um, so hang on, we've got, so it's Hellblade, Hellblade What Remains, What Remains, Cuphead, Cuphead, Night in the Woods, and Pyre. So I'm saying it's between Hellblade, What Remains, and Cuphead. Okay. I can't remember. Was it like, um, I feel like I want to say Cuphead. Okay. Are you saying Cuphead? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say Cuphead. Yeah? You're right. You'd be yeah. right in saying that. Yeah. That that year, three games picked up three awards. Mate, Cuphead, Hellblade, and Legends of Zelda. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. All picked up three awards. And that's cr- like nuts that Mario Odyssey yeah. didn't get anything there. So what it, a game. It, it joined top and nominations. Horizon as well, man. Yeah. Again, also it's joined top. Um, now we come to the last year 2018 god of war game of the year yes god of war did win yes yeah up against spider-man yep um red dead redemption 2 yep um oh, i can't think what else was there that year oh I was... no i can't remember no. odyssey assassin's creed odyssey oh yeah Celeste, yeah, and Monster Hunter World. Oh uh, yeah, good yeah, year. Yeah, good year again. Yeah, and um, so then we come to the most important thing. Okay, indie game. Indie game. I'm not sure I remember this. So, the nominations were Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, Return of the Obra Dinn, and The Messenger. Good set of indie games. Dead Sailors, um, man. Great game. I'm going to say my answer's going to be Celeste. Okay. The real answer should be Obradem. 
okay you'd be right on both accounts <laughs> I've, do you um, know what La- very I, worthy winner though Celeste yeah. absolutely oh, it's fantastic. really good like, really good amazing turn the over didn't they man wow what a game so original like, as well man exactly we were, I was I was thinking about something else recently where I was thinking about such an original concept um, and it was what was it that I was thinking of because obviously we, when we played Return of the Overdin we were like wow this is so refreshing and interesting and a new feeling mm. as a game oh it was her story I was looking up yeah, stuff about yeah. her story such an like innovative way to play a game yeah and I, I recently uh, day nine on YouTube he put up a big load of, a playthrough of Overdin yeah with yeah, a couple other people yeah. and I just watched I started watching a little bit of one of them I was like oh so it's, good it's such a good game we'd love to yeah we'd love to to kind of have more of that type of thing um, but we'd love to see Lucas Pope do another thing as well yeah definitely yeah very good well right. done yeah right. yeah so out of a possible 10 points you scored 6 6 out of 10 6 out of 10 that's right 3 out of 5 above average yeah 60% excellent job Gryffindor no Hufflepuff Hufflepuff I'm Gryffindor. Hufflepuff for life. Hufflepuff for life. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, good job on that, Chris. Um, Come on. Yeah. Hi, guys. It's time for... How long is it until we can play Pokemon Sword and Shield? This week, it's it's 215 days until we can play Pokemon Sword and Shield. Thanks for listening. Okay, yeah. So and now, next, I thought um, maybe we could move on and do kind of what we said we were going to do last episode and we kind of ran out of time, was have a bit of a discussion on VR? Because I know... Virtual reality. Yeah, you played a bit of Moss. Um, well, you played all of Moss, actually. Yep, um, and finished it, mate. We've both been... I think I was I was quite quick to jump onto the VR train, um, and you mm. joined a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. Um, and since then, I think we're both pretty pretty big on like big on VR. Like, we, yeah, we, we, we enjoy it. Big on VR. Yeah, yeah. Pretty big on VR. Yeah, definitely. Um... <laughs> So yeah, just a bit of a wider discussion over some of the, some of the highlights. I suppose we've had is is really what we're we're getting at here. Um, so I thought I'll kick it off actually with. Go on. Um, obviously, I've talked earlier about Derasine, so I've kind of done the talking on that. I think it's a really interesting little experience. Not too expensive. Um, fairly short, five four or five hours long. Um, but just a nice atmospheric narrative piece, if that's what you're looking for. Um, but one of my, and maybe even last year's Game of the Year for me, um, was uh, Tetris Effect. Of which, course. Yeah, so as someone who played Tetris on the Game Boy when it, it was out kind of in the, the 90s or so, um, loved, loved Tetris, really enjoyed it. Always thought I was okay, yeah, not, like, was, not like amazing. I was always but, like, man, I'm... I'm great at Tetris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but always thought I had a good knack for it. Like, knew, knew what to do, um, generally speaking. Oh, you just gave me a, you just gave me an idea for a game. Ooh. Knack Tetris. Knack Tetris? Knack Tetris. Tetris with Knack? I think it's just normal Tetris, but Knack's just, you know, you're running about in the background. Oh, I love it. Doing his stuff. Perfect. But Tetris Effect comes around. I saw a trailer for it, I think, in the E3 before or something like that when it first got announced. I was like, whoa, this looks pretty trippy. Um, so it's by the um, I think there's a couple of different teams that work on it I think Resonair is one of them I um, can't remember the other names but the main guys Tets oh, I'm, I need to get the name right here actually um, it, his name is Tetsuya Mizuguchi Mizuguchi? Mizuguchi I think um, is his name he is the guy that did things like um, Luminez and Res so Luminez is kind of like 
musical it's a Tetris beat puzzle game. Yeah, but like with kind of Tetris shapes and stuff. Res also um, is kind of to the beat of music, but this time more like an arcadey kind of game where you're shooting stuff so that are flying around you. But as you're playing, you're making making music. So he then always wanted to, he dreamed of always making a Tetris game and finally got the chance to do it. Um, and they brought up Tetris Effect, which, so the idea of Tetris Effect is where you do something repetitive with shapes or sounds or kind of um, things. And you do it so often and so regularly that you begin to see it in the real world. Um, so Not the game, the actual, the actual the, thing This is actually the Tetris, Tetris, effect. The Tetris yeah. effect. Yeah, they cool. coined the phrase, um, which is where anything you do... So whether I think some people get it quite a lot of... Sudo- I get it with Stoke. Yeah, you, so I, maybe it was you who was telling me, actually, where you do it so often, and then all you do is you just see it in the world. You see the squares. I had a dream about uh, Sudoku once. Well. Did you? Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> cool stuff there, yeah. cool stuff. Um, but I, I really... So I'd obviously roughly heard of the phrase Tetris effect before obviously looked into it more when the game came out and i've never had that kind of experience from a game where when i finished it especially playing in vr because you can play it 2d but vr really adds a bit of immersion to the whole thing and i would come out of that and for hours later go on a night out or go visit friends or see people and stuff and in my head all i can do is see the tetris blocks falling and i'm basically playing the game like not even like pre-scripted like i'm giving myself random blocks that are falling down and i'm having to make it work and i'm making mistakes and stuff and i'm literally playing it in my head and it's all because of how infectious this game was to me Mm. um i think it's like 20 36 stages 26 36 stages each level a different song um the speed of the game goes up and down depending on the tempo and the movement of of the music and the song itself um so it's quite nice how it kind of plays with the the normal expectations there instead of just always getting quicker sometimes and it slows you actually down. moving the pieces and then like hard dropping them yeah add stuff to the music yes as well. so yeah. musical notes will happen so as you as you twist around the pieces that will have like a maybe a piano note or something as you smash in those teaspoons yeah exactly yeah you get the high score for that definitely um and yeah when you drop them down when you get a tetris which is getting a four line clear um that will also give you some sort of visual and audio flourish. So, for example, in the first level, if you get a Tetris, a giant whale will make the kind of noise that <laughs> whales make. And you see it kind of lit up around you whilst you're underwater and you've got celestial bodies flying around you. If I made a Tetris game, I would make it illegal to get lines that weren't in a Tetris. <sighs> that is bold. Like so you, you, you only play... Making textures. If you thought, so if you put one line, if you put like slotted a, a, a long boy in on, yeah. the, on the far right to uh, to make one line, yeah, a big face like my face, would <laughs> your like, giant face would come just, through, just shaking a disappointed head at you. Well, yeah, that no. I think I think we might, and the game would be called it'd be called only Tetris. Only Tetris. Okay, okay. Well, this could be a potential game idea for a TC TC game. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll bank that. We'll bank. We'll bank that. But I just, I just love the idea that you've got this beautiful music, beautiful visuals, all coming together with the most kind of, I hesitate to use the word basic, but Tetris is tried and tested. It's mm. such an old idea, but it's still so good. It's weird, isn't it? Because it's one of the, there's not, there's not really any new gameplay. It's just the zone mechanic is really yeah, the only new. It, yeah, so, so only... you, it, it's so there's different generations of Tetris where you have things like hard drops, soft drops, hold mechanics, 
um lock delay so when it arrives in the bottom you can still spin oh, it. Yeah, can... so those over the years have been brought in and i think tetris uses basically the, the latest kind of standard set of rules so yeah. you have a hold mechanic you have lock delay depending on what level you're on you can have a hard and a soft drop um and uh, the main thing that it brings in this is the zone mechanics where you you kind of hit one of the triggers and the game goes into complete slow-mo so it goes down to the the slowest speed and you can you can clear lines and the cleared line will then f- go to the bottom of the screen and that will that will build up and at the end you basically get like a a 10 line clear so it's a kind of slightly different way of of looking at it instead of trying to get them down as quickly as possible you're kind of almost being a bit more strategic with it it's good um, for like building if you're really good at it, you can build like good high school you can get much yes. bigger high scores using that or if you're not very good like me it's a good way of um like getting, out of a tricky... getting rid of like lines so you can uh, yeah survive exactly um but yeah you're right in terms of the the core gameplay is just tetris yeah but i i really i strongly feel and everyone i talk to i kind of try and say the same thing but i really do feel that everyone everyone literally everyone you're just on the bus yeah I'm, i just i just turn around so i'm like tetris effect man this is more than a game like, that's what i say get away from me yeah <laughs> i just like strap some headphones onto yeah. them like strap a vr to the thing to their face and like play this game um but i do th- i do think it does go kind of further than just being a standard tetris game it, it mm. actually it almost makes you feel things i've had people finish it at a level that first level and be like wow like that was like maybe moving is a heavy word to say mm. but like it, it it does it stirs emotions in you um with, with how it goes um, but yeah, so that that was that was kind of my big pick, I think, of of my VR game. My favorite uh, VR game, yes. similarly to Tetris, is a music based game. Yeah, um, called Beat Saber. Now, talk me through Beat Saber. That's a no, cool name. Beat Saber is a rhythm <laughs> music game. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like the old dance mat games that you see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically, well, Guitar Stuart, Hero. But, it's like Guitar yeah, Hero. Yeah. Like sorry. Yeah. Like Guitar Hero. But you, so basically, you're in a. Um, you put your VR headset on and you're kind of in a weird tunnel thing mm-hmm. and you've your two move controllers or whatever controllers you've got um, are like lightsabers. Yeah. And in time with music that's happening, um, these cube boxes will come to you and uh, you ha- and they'll be different colours. So your two lightsabers are either red or blue mm-hmm. and you have to cut the box um, that is the correct colour to the lightsaber and it the the box will also have a direction on it and you have to cut it in that direction yeah so right um, left up down yeah and some of them just have a dot and you can cut them in any way yes. and there are bombs that you're not allowed to hit you have to duck or move out of the way of large walls that come in at they're kind of like laser walls aren't they yeah like, kind of like that that game show what's that game show called where you have to we have to get into a position is it like no what's it called is yeah, you have to get into position you have to like the, this thing comes at you and you have to make sure you go through it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um it's a VR version of that. Yeah, and with, so you have to do that. And, heavy drum and bass. And the, so the first time you play it, you're sort of, you're getting used to it and they're very easy levels, you know, it's really kind of like simple. Yeah. And then I remember I played and I thought, oh, you know what? I might just, you'll try like a hard. Yeah. There's easy, medium, medium and hard, hard. And then I think, I think there's, there's expert or something yeah. as well. Um, and you try a hard and you just, you just, you die so overwhelming three so seconds. Quickly. Because if you make a few mistakes in a row, it just, um, game overs you. Yeah. Absolutely, um, and you just think oh, I'm never. You just think you genuinely think I'm never going to be able to do yeah. that. That is impossible. Um, 
and I remember playing, I think I just had maybe one day or something where mm. I, I played it for about three hours. Yeah. And by the end of it, I completed every single song yeah. on hard. Nice. Just working through everything. You think, how on earth did I manage to get to yeah. that point? I know now I've not played it for a few months. I'd go back and be dreadful again. But no, but, um, you, you get into that rhythm so yeah, quickly oh. that once you, I feel like a lot of people, whenever I've showed the game to them, when they start out, because they're li- maybe they don't play that game many games themselves or, or, or something like that. They they're always a bit timid with their movements, so yeah, they they they'll be kind of pushing around a bit with their arms flailing. But once you really you forget about the fact you're in a room with people watching you, or if you are on your own, if you actually fully go into it, it's almost like a workout. Oh, like man, it's yeah. pretty intense. But once you do that, you you start getting into the beat of every single song, and you understand that every every kind of block is put there for a very specific reason because it, it fits the beat it fits the music yeah. um, so once you can get into that and lose yourself in the song it all begins to click and make a lot more a lot of sense um, it's it's so good and the other thing as well is if you if you are just like you're funny you're not very good at it or anything mm. there's a load of different settings you can put on yeah, the sides you yeah. can do like half speed songs you can do no fail no bombs no walls stuff like that yeah. just to um, I think you can also do a thing where it's like one-handed. Yes. Um, so there's a one-handed mode, yeah. which is like a lot of people are like, oh, I got on the, the, the high score, the leaderboard for one-handed mode because it's even harder. Yeah. Um, but there's also a two-player option. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking you could probably get two-player somehow. You, they, um, they, there is a, in there, there's two-player where one person has VR yeah. and with one arm and then the other person has the other arm but is watching the TV. Oh, okay. So I'd, 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 I haven't actually tried out, it, yeah. but yeah, I'd really like to one day. Um, really cool game. Only yeah. like drawback of it is, and this is just on the PlayStation version because I know on um, uh, like Steam and that you can yeah. get any music, I think. Can't you? Well, you can do a track editor so yeah, people so make can... their own songs. Yeah. Um, um, obviously, on the PS, because of licensing music and stuff for sony um there's only a specific amount of songs you can have yeah um but i I like the songs yeah yeah good songs they may they could maybe add a slightly more diverse collection because they're they're pretty yeah drum and bassy kind of heavy um there's a couple of like rock related ones that are quite nice to have a bit of a difference um but yeah such a fun game yeah really like really simple and i don't know if i'd say original idea but like just a really simple idea executed so well yeah, that um, moment when you finish a level and you have, you know, it's like the last two boxes you yeah. have to do or the last box you have to do and you stand there and you're like, yes. Yeah, it's I, l- like one I, of love best to, feelings. I love to tap the lightsabers together because you get a bit of yeah, vi- vibration kind of. Or like put them into the floor. Yes, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. such a cool game. I want to go play it now. Yeah, very, very good fun. Um, yeah, a couple of other VR. Obviously, we've talked about Moss. We, yeah. we both absolutely, absolutely love, love Moss. it. Moss, play Moss. Huge recommendation. Talked about Derecino. Beat Saber Tetris Effect. Um, I just had two other on my list here, which I don't know if you might have some others. Um, one of them was um, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. Oh, so fun. Which is such a fun game. Such a great idea. And, and if you don't know, the idea is is essentially there is someone in the VR headset and they are um, kind of the lights come on and they're sitting at a desk and they have like a briefcase bomb in front of them. But this is like full on like James Bond desk. Um so like you've got this briefcase and on it is a load of switches, panels, lights, like puzzle, numbers, like puzzles. puzzles. Yeah, they're all different puzzles, basically. We have to cut a certain wire. Um, but the cool thing about it is that it's, it's meant to be a multiplayer game. So everyone else in the room on the TV screen is seeing the bomb dis- 
uh, what's the word? Uh, kind of like the the rules. For yeah, how the rules you... for how each of the puzzles to, yeah, to the disarm puzzle. the bomb, the yeah. disarm kind of um, manual. So they will be flicking through the pages. So you will describe the bomb or the puzzle that you're seeing. The team around you then have to find the right page and then follow a preset load of rules. So it could be right with the wires one. It could be like right, how many wires are there? Right, there's four wires. Okay, right. If there's four wires. So it might say, if there are four wires, cut the white one first. Yes. And then it's like, oh, there's no white wires. So then you have to guess the then next one. Then you have to guess the next one. Or it might four say, wires, no white wire. Yeah. And there's three black, cut the yeah. second one or something like that. Or it's like, if there's a black wire, then, and the serial number starts with an, yes. with an odd number, cut this. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of links in a couple of the different puzzles together. Um, and the puzzles, like, when you start off easy, they're, yeah, it's fairly, you know, you can yeah. get it done quite easy, but it gets so... It gets pretty tricky. Yeah, it gets pretty tricky. And also there's a timer going, which is obviously yeah. counting down to the bomb exploding. Yeah. And the music gets more and more stressful as you get closer to the end. Um, I met, So we played with a big group once, and the the guy that we went to, he'd printed off the whole... He printed off the manual, manual didn't so he? we had the physical manual in yeah. front of us that we passed around. That was great. Real dedication to the game there. Um, really cool game it's yeah. cool for it's, it works with just two people it also yeah. and so I, so cool- I think it probably works better with two people because when you've got like four or five people trying to explain to you what you're, what you're meant to be doing now that depends on what you mean by better I think technically to finish the level better yes yeah. two people probably better in terms of being chaotic fun yeah. definitely a big group where you everyone's to, you arguing you need to have a rule in saying you only like you can talk but you can only have one person giving instructions because yes. if you've got one person in your group who wants to have, have a little bit of fun yeah and mess people sabotage up sabotage a few things <laughs> like a certain Chris Sloan Ooh. Um, yeah. yeah a lot really of fun cool, a lot yeah. of fun good party game yeah. um, hugely recommend um, the other game that I had in here was Astrobot, which I think pretty much last year won yeah. every VR game award. Such um, game. Very, again, simple idea, similar to a 3D Mario-esque yep. type game. You are a little robot, cute, very, very cute little robot. You're actually robot. a big robot. Actually, yeah, good point. You yeah. are. You control Astrobot, the little cute robot. Yeah. Um, and you're just walking around a preset layer, a preset level. Um, trying to get from one end to the other essentially yeah um but along the way there's it's such a charming game mm. whether it's the music whether it's the the design um the, one of my favorite things is where you're walking along and there's kind of an optional collectibles thing which is other little astrobots in the world which you have to go around and then kick and basically they kind of fly into your control and that means you've saved an extra little astrobot um yeah. robot but they are doing some of the most ridiculous things at times like sometimes they're like hanging off a lamppost kind of by their cape or something so they're they're flailing their arms they're all making cute little kind of help me little noises and stuff <laughs> um but then like every night most of them will be in like precarious situations you've got to kind of carefully get up there and save them and then every now and then it would just be like you'll be on a beach and there'll just be one behind a bush sitting on a sun lounger with his feet up reading a magazine or something. We're not giving a care in the world, but there's just so much personality to, to them. I also really like the, um, uh, the chameleons on each level. Yes. Another little collectible. Uh, so you have to, but you have to physically look at them yeah. for, for like two seconds and they like, they pop appear, up yeah. and they're like, Ooh, and they run away. And that means you found them. But, um, very, every single world is, is different themes. Um, mm-hmm. and, what I found really refreshing and fun about it was that almost every level you go to, there's some sort of new mechanic or some sort of new idea that's brought in. And every time it's really refreshing, very different feeling. Um, and it consistently does that throughout the five worlds 
that you go yeah. through. Like the, I remember the first time you go underwater, it's suddenly like this is completely different. This is a completely different game, but it's really fun. Um, I've only played the first three worlds. I think I've still okay. not quite finished it. But the um, the two things that stand out for me mm. are firstly the the boss battles that I've done so far. The yep. bosses are so good. At the yep. end of each world, there's a little boss. Yeah, again, really um, good personality with yeah. them all. Um, and also, it's that feeling of when you. So sometimes, you, like you can just br- you can blitz through yeah. one of these levels in probably five, three, four minutes. Probably mm. you can mm. get through the whole thing and get to the end, and then. Um, but you know, there might be every now and then you sort of sit there and you go, right, I'm going to try and get everything yeah. in this level, and you spend maybe 20 minutes yeah. going everywhere you think you can f- physically go, and you're like, right, I've collected every single Astro Bot in this yeah. in this level, and you get to the end, you jump on that weird. Uh, button like bouncy you, you trampoline to finish thing. the level and then it comes up saying how at the end it comes up saying how many you got out yeah. of the total and you and you always miss one there's one and it's infuriating yeah but and he's probably hit like in a cliff or something that you need to smash open or something or like. he's right at the beginning of the level behind right behind you, you. yes oh. and what wh- i it always d- start every level just looking behind me now i initially when they kind of announced it, i was like right this is just like a a mario game but playstation i was like how is that going to be good in vr i think it does vr really well in in you being interactive in the world so you can just look forward and you're like oh this is the level and then the second you start turning your neck yeah. looking around you see you are in this world. That everything is around you. You can peer around corners. You can look under things, over things. Yeah. And sometimes when you have to interact as well with your physical head, it's like there'll be oh, a guy kicking footballs and stuff. You yeah, to, yeah. You have to headbutt the footballs. Um, or break walls to get through. Yes. Yeah. Really, really cool. inventive. Very fun. Um, yeah. Hugely recommend that game as well. And as well, I think the other thing, because what put me off the VR for so long was just the mm. kind of getting into it, I think. Of course. And obviously, we've only got, we've got PlayStation VR, which is probably, well, it is the most, the, yeah, the cheapest the, way to get Cheapest way, and also the, the highest selling, I think, because of the fact yeah. it's the cheapest and so many people have PS4. I mean, the starter pack is like £240 on Amazon. I yeah. think you, if you go to eBay, you can probably get it. You get it less for eBay, and yeah. they've done some amazing sales. Like, I remember there was around... I think either Christmas or Black Friday last year, they had like a, a starter pack. It came with the Move controllers. It came with Astro Bot, VR Worlds, and another game as well, I think. Something like Borderlands, Borderlands 2 or something, which also, by the way, Borderlands 2, the whole game is in VR, which is nuts, the fact that they did that. Um, but they that was, I think, like 180 quid for that whole pack. It, absolutely mental. Um, so you can you can wait around and get some pretty good deals on it. Yeah because um, when it launched I think it was £350 which is the same as yeah, a like PS4 Pro um, but yeah it's quickly come down which is great um, so hopefully next generation we will oh, yeah. maybe get a PSVR 2 there was some maybe. rumblings some rumours that maybe it would be, won't even have a wire connected it'll be wireless which would be great good. the wire is kind of annoying yeah 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 and new move controllers we need actual VR created controllers yeah. whilst the move controllers are, are, are good they were not made for this so no. it would be good to have things that you can actually have like finger control and, and stuff. So, yeah, I think I think there's a I'm hoping there's a bright future for it because yeah. it, it is it is a completely different way to play a game. Which yeah, is, definitely. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Well, yeah, brilliant. I think I think that was um, I think that was most of the things we wanted to talk about. Talk about this week. So, um, yeah, thanks, obviously, as always, for listening in and uh, look out next next week um, for our final fancy special um but just before we leave 
I've been very quickly reminded of Chris because I'm very forgetful at these things that we have to do our bet. Yeah. And we've got to check in with last time as well. I know well. why you didn't want, I know, to, uh, I just go, yeah, didn't well, want to talk about the bet. Yeah, maybe that was a subtle... Um, I know why. ...wanting to forget and move on with that. But no, we, we must stick to tradition. So last time bet. we were talking about the Uncharted games, weren't we? Yes, we were. We were. So how um, long it would take to play every single one, mm-hmm. not including the card game. Not including the card game. So just to recap, that was Uncharted 1, 2, 3, 4, Golden Abyss, and Lost Legacy. Yep. So. I said 56 and a half hours. You said 56. I had said 65. According to how long to beat, the average time to complete each of those games added up was 60 hours. Which, once again, means that Hufflepuff have taken the point. Team Hufflepuff, mate. Team Hufflepuff Huff- for life. Yeah. Three, is that 3-0? Three that is 3-0, three zero, three Hufflepuff, zero. Gryffindor. Um, it's not looking good. No. If, it's, you, if you catch that snitch, though, that's 150 true. points. Exactly. Straight away, it ends the game. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm, I'm searching, I'm searching, I'm trying, I'm trying, okay. to, I'm trying to get it. Um, which me, which moves us on to this week's, this episode. I keep on saying ep- week, but it's this episode's bet because we don't do it weekly. But anyway, this episode's bet is slightly different. Normally we've gone for something relating to a number so that there's a guaranteed winner because it's whoever's the closest to it. This time I thought we'd change it a bit. There's mm. a chance that neither of us are going to win this. In Oof. fact... I'd say there's maybe quite a high chance that neither of us will win this. Um, maybe. But what we've gone with is, so it's my birthday coming up soon. Oh, so happy it's birthday. It's the 25th of May. Thank you very much. I think, yeah, we, we, won't, we won't have an episode out before then. So, um, yeah, my birthday coming up on the 25th of May, which is the Christmas of May, as I like to call yeah, it. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Um, what we're going to do is do a bet on when you load up the PSN store. So, so I'm going to turn off my PlayStation. It's a completely <laughs> fresh boot. Okay. I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to go to the PlayStation store playstation store and see on psm what is the first thing that is being promoted so for example over the last couple of weeks when you go on days gone is the first thing you see there um and obviously offering you to buy that game so on the 25th of may when you go on psn what's the first thing you see chris I'm playing it safe. I want that 4 0. I'm saying Days Gone. Days Gone. Still You're going to stick there. with Days Gone. They're going to keep that promotional time. stuff going for it. Yeah, they need okay. to. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going a bit further out there. I'm going a bit wild with it. In that, actually, I don't know if it's really wild. I don't think anything we say is actually that wild. But what I'm going to go with is that it's not a game, it is promoting a big sale, some sort of summer sale mm-hmm. or May sale, which I think have actually just started. But they're going to push it towards the end of the month. Just, okay. just in time for my birthday. Um, so we're going to lock those in. It's got days gone for yourself. Yep. And a, some sort of sale for me. I'm going to call it the May slash summer sale. Okay. Open yourself. There yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I create the rules. So okay. that is locked in. We will find out in two weeks time what that has been. Or not in two weeks time, in a couple of days time actually. But yeah. Well, yeah. you won't find out. Until a couple no, of True. But anyway, yeah, so as, as I said before, yeah, thank you very much for listening and um, we uh, look forward to the next episode. Bye. <laughs>